Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hour to the game. Mitch Fortner, David G, Travion Berkland. Seconds to shoot. He's going to drive. A step back three for the lead. He got it! He got it! K-State has the lead with 3.9 to go. Makes my job a lot easier when the place is just going nuts and it gets me really fired up, although I didn't really like that Tyler Perry for three, but it's not my best work. But, man, was last night um, a lot of fun. And, man, if if we could just go back to those times and – Forget about some of the worries that we have and uh, <sighs> in the drama. It would be uh, an easier day. Yeah. It would be an easier day. So it's- down there on the court, it was pretty, pretty loud. I mean, you've it de- obviously It depends heard- on what point of the game. Right. I've definitely heard loud. Right, right. You have been there when it's been like, oh my God, this place is going to explode. Uh, but I could, I think... Over under on how many times I watched that clip today has got to be six hundred. Yeah, quite a few times. I mean, well, that and like Tang and the team going to the student section again and wall bashing. That's you know somebody put the a cowboy hat on Cam Carter's head and I was like, cowboy Cam Carter. This is a thing. (laughs) He was so biggest smile on his face. I I'm I'm always down for that kind of stuff. Cowboy Cam Carter is it. He needs to trademark that immediately, dude. That's great. Well, I mean, he does have that quick release. He does, dude. Like a quick shoot, man. Like yeah. quick in the dead. Quick, quick draw. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cam, dude, you owe us some money right now. <laughs> Preemptively, you owe the game some cash. You know, there's a couple of things people should be talking about more, um, despite all the drama and, you know, the Cats winning in overtime last night over Villanova. Uh, just in case you may have missed this, it may have skipped by in the old timeline. Former K State punter slash kicker Ty Zintner was signed um, by the Titans yes. on the practice squad, and he's expected to play Monday Night Football against the Dolphins. Big time news and great for a great guy, a great kid. Uh, he better hope that they block better for him than they did that punter on Sunday. That was horrible, man. That guy, did you see his, his I knee? didn't see it, no. Oh, God. The guy went in clean for a punt block and just kind of, like, ran into him, and his knee got all, oh, it's gross. You are one of five people this year that have watched Titans football. <laughs> 
Thank you, Red Zone. Love it. I mean, they're so not interesting to watch, really. Yeah. Um, they have to share Monday Night Football with another game. There's <laughs> oh. a doubleheader, and it's going on at the same time, I believe. I hate when they do that, yeah. dude. Um, they are so irrelevant, the Tennessee Titans. I just I forget about them sometimes. I, I think it's the Packers and Giants. Uh, I don't remember. That may be the other. Anyway. Tommy DeVito. Uh, also, K-State women's basketball in action tonight. They're actually at last night's game. They threw out T-shirts during one of the timeouts. Got a huge pop. Mm-hmm. 13th-ranked team in the nation hosting McNeese State at 6.30. And uh, pregame beginning at um, at 6 o'clock. All right. Um, so, boy, what an interesting day today has been. Whew. Obviously, the Colin Klein news, and we'll get to that uh, more a little later on. Um you know, there's some talking about it, and when I say some, not necessarily in the media, it is, uh, well, some, it may be the right way to say in the media, fan base-wise, student-wise, chance at last night's game, everybody that supports K-State in a, you know, in a fan fashion is ready to see Naquan Tomlin back. The 6'10 forward for the Cats, really 6'10 wing. Um, for the Cats, has not played at all this year. Right before this season, um, if you didn't remember, Naquan Tomlin was um, arrested, disorderly contact conduct, fighting or brawling at Tubby Sports Bar. He was arrested, $750 bond. A um, few weeks later after that, he get, goes through the court system, gets his di- uh, diversion approved. And from that legal side it does appear that everybody everything has been taken care of yet Naquan Tomlin still has not seen the light of day when it comes to an actual game the last four games which have all been at home he has shown up but he has not emerged out of the locker room until right before tip-off and he's sitting on the bench in sweats and not even warm-up sweats just team issued sweats um to sit on the bench and, and cheer on his team and every time that um Drum Tang has been asked about the status lately. It's been all the same. That status remains the same. Last time it was asked, um, Coach Tang did bring up that Naquan is about ready to graduate this semester. He's going to be the first uh, person in his family to graduate from college. So that is an awesome accomplish- accomplishment for Naquan Tomlin. Last night's game, um, you know, there were a couple of times that students used their phone to put the message up free Tomlin or free Naquan. Um, and it got loud reactions. And we even got a free, um, or we want Naquan chant Wow! at Bramlage Coliseum last night. And it was pretty loud from um, the student section. That has turned today into, if you saw the uh, videos on Twitter earlier today, there was like a small protest on campus in front of President Richard Linton's house asking for the freeing of Naquan Tomlin so he can play once again. Um, There has been some media now talking about it publicly. The report is that the administration higher than athletics director Gene Taylor is holding back the release of Naquan Tomlin to play once again. The higher-ups are saying that not quite yet. That's been what has publicly been said by members of the K-State media. Um, I cannot tell you how many times ever since the beginning of the season, somebody 
family, friends, co-workers, people at the game have come up to me and said, hey, so when do you expect Naquan to play? And I'll simply answer, I, I don't know, man. And then they, re, then they respond with, well, I heard so-and-so happened or this and this happened. There have been so many rumors mm-hmm. flying around and about exactly what happened that night at Tubby's that led to his arrest on, or who was involved. Was there more than one per? I, it's been crazy how many rumors I've heard. Um, listen, I don't know more than anybody else, and you know I, I can't really tell you anything specifically. We have not heard more of a statement from Jerome Tang. We have not heard more of a statement from President Richard Linton or anybody that has a high role in administration at Kansas State. Um, I mean, just from the the basketball side of things, I don't even know if Naquan is practicing yet. Hmm. So I mean, there are so many questions without answers. There are so many layers to this story that you can't really come to a conclusion without honestly speculation. Without knowing all the facts. And that's the simple answer there, is that we don't know all the facts. To talk from the Richard Linton standpoint here, you know, there's a reason why K-State wanted him. There's a reason K-State hired him. And that's because he is very good at his job. From all the ag stops he has had to making universities a better place. And by the way, enrollment's up. And he has the back of athletics. But now the word is that he's holding back Naquan Tomlin. That's the word. Um, Can't take it much further than that. I try to look at things from a voice, voice of reason standpoint. Richard Linton is a very smart guy. And let's remember, Naquan put his hands on somebody. I don't know what exactly is the holdup, but I would I would guess, and I think it's a it's a very fair guess that there is definitely more going on than we know, and we don't have those answers. So that's as far as I can take it. It is frustrating. I hear K State fans. I hear you. It is frustrating that he's not playing basketball yet after he has gone through the legal part of this thing when it comes to his arrest, the diversion, whatever he has to do with his diversion agreement. Most likely there is, you know, um, like community service is one thing. Maybe he has to go through a class or something um, just to fulfill those diversion obligations. Outside of that, it seems like it's cleared up and we're all upset. Like, why is he not playing yet? So that's my guess. My guess is that there's more going on that we're just not, we don't know about. And we might not know about for a while. And it is just, it is a little bit maddening that we don't know the timetable. We don't know when Naquan's going to come back. We don't know if he's even practicing yet. There's so many questions we are left unanswered that we may be jumping to conclusions. But I understand the frustration because K-State's been playing these very close games and with Naquan, when he comes back, is going to make K-State a much better team. And you, at the end of the day, want to see K-State win and Naquan Tomlin freed. Where it is also escalated is, of course, um, you know Tomlin on Instagram and on social media, the other players on social media have posted this picture of Naquan drilling a basketball at the rec center. And with the caption, it goes along with music. It's the lyrics to a song 
but I want to be free, free, and, and so on and so forth. You, you get the message. And along with the little protests that took place on campus today, players started to show up. David Gasson was out there. Tyler Perry and Aquan Tomlin himself rolled up in a car to just acknowledge the fans mm. that are sticking up for him. So, like I said, I completely understand the frustrations, but there has got to be more to this story that we don't know. So that's why I'm not going to go after anybody. I'm not going to say I lean this way or that way. I certainly want to see Naquan Tomlin play. I can't wait for him to come back. Has you know? Has he served his time? I mean, technically, yes, he has, but there's details missing. You know it. I mean, it's a disorderly conduct. And I know that Jerome Tang would be someone who's like, I don't care what you called it, he got arrested and you got to pay the price. And there's people's, there are people that would consider that um, a non starter as far as like the level, the severity of each arrest. But disorderly conduct is down there at the very bottom uh, as far as like severity. Disorderly conduct's not a big deal. It was, it went from brawling to a disorderly conduct. Um, he got in a fight at a bar down in Aggieville, and he's in college. That happens. It does. Now, not everybody is a K-State basketball player, so Naquan had to learn a hard lesson, but I think everyone's in agreement. From the outside perspective, it seems like we're getting into the like overkill a little bit here where you're like, I think Naquan gets it. I think now, maybe I, I maybe they don't they want to lean towards that instead of being a, a light at all on him because what if he does come out of it like haha you know uh, and does something else? Um, I don't know. I think Naquan Tomlin seems like a, a guy that has learned his lesson. He's been out for a while. We want to see him play as fans, but we don't have the full scoop. And you know there's more to it, for sure. And and there is another part of this story, and I think this is the true worry of K-State fans, and it's about those that might remember the whole uh, Frank Martin versus John Curry and the whole Jamar Samuels receiving the $200 from, I can't remember who it was. An AAU coach. Yeah, Um, and that led to him, led to Jamar Samuels, not being able to play in the Syracuse game, which, by the way, I was at the Stern Show at the time, and because K-State lost that game, I had to wear a Syracuse shirt the next day. Um, It was a girl shirt, too, so it was like a double whammy there. I hate that. Um, It's like sparkles on it and stuff. It's actually quite funny. I was more than happy, though, to take on that bet. I felt good about the Cats knocking off a one seed in Syracuse after a win over, I believe it was Southern Miss in that first round. they would have. Um, But I believe that also led to – uh, Jam Sam not being eligible for the next year. He wasn't. And then Frank goes on TV and basically calls his boss out during the, like, on CBS. He was on that, like, the that post-game show or whatever. Um, I think it's completely different. I know where the parallels, people are seeing the parallels. We self-reported our, uh, we self-reported the Jam Sam thing to the NCAA. This we are taking care of business already. Like we're we're already punishing him, um, and I think it's one of those things you do have to, you know, you you have to. The guy got arrested, so you have to punish him. With the Jam Sam thing, I think it was more of like, hey, other schools don't report this to the NCAA. They might take, you know, 
Yeah, such a small thing. Small thing. You just you just handle it yourself on your team. And I think that was the gist that we we should be taking care of this in house. Well, and then Frank Martin left. And he has he has Frank Martin has since said that that wasn't necessarily the whole story on why he left. Right. Was it a part of it? He said, I wouldn't deny that. Sure. But another big part of that story was his mother-in-law was very sick Mm -hmm. and his wife was worried and they had very strongly considered moving closer to home, which ended up being uh, Columbia, South Carolina. And he was with the Gamecocks for uh, a number of years. But the fear is that, okay, now what if Jerome Tang and Richard Linton start butting heads and now Tang says he's had enough and wants to leave, Mm -hmm. you know, and that I understand that too, where where you come from from that because man has K State basketball for the last year and a half or so been extremely fun. Right. I mean, we're going on two years now to be in March. It's I would, been extremely fun. I would get worried if Jerome Tang was going out to the press and saying, I, "You know, it's really out of our hands. It's the the you know, the higher ups." If he had already put that out there, but he is the one who said from the start. We're treating this like a season-ending injury. Yeah, he's, he's not, not exposing anybody. Yeah, he's yeah. he's not done anything. Frank Martin called John Curry out on TV. I mean, he went on TV and basically said, "Yeah, my boss screwed it up for us." That's that's where it's like this thing's different. I I don't think we're even close to it because I think that Jerome Tang would rather like he he would rather go a little bit overboard and, and to teach him a lesson. And I, I guess teach a lesson is is the wrong way to put it, but just make sure that Naquan Tomlin grows as a person and make sure that he understands that this is not acceptable and the other players understand that. And I think it is really important for Naquan to focus in on getting his getting the school stuff squared away and making that an accomplishment that they celebrate and say, dude, you did it. You're the first in your family. This is a monstrous deal. It is such a big deal to be a college graduate. It really is. Let's focus on that first. Let's get that out of the way. And then if you've taken care of business off the court, maybe we can start. We we can get the cherry on top would be you returning for the second half of the season or later on in the season. Um, But right now, boy, it would be nice to have him out there. It would be really, really nice. But for whatever reason – they're, they're sitting on him. I don't know. But like you said, there's more to the story for sure. All right, we take a break. And uh, and when we come back, Colin Klein is leaving K-State for another OC job. The game continues next. We are back on the game. Mitch Fortner, David G, Travion Berkland. What's up, Trey? Haven't talked to you a whole show. What's going on in your life? Finals week. Ooh. Is this week finals week? Oh. It depends on who your teacher is because it kind of can either start last week into this week into next week, just depending. But Jeez. all my stuff's this week. So, Are you ready? Oh, he's got to Oh, he's going to have to up. I was never ready for finals. I was like, it's finals week. Oh, I gotta get some stuff turned in. I, I mean, I was the, you know, even in college, I was the ultimate slacker. Yeah, no doubt. Never studied. And look, at, look where I'm at. Yeah, now. not look at you now. The- we took it all. <laughs> 
we brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The peak. I got this flashy associates uh-huh, degree. Uh-huh. Did you get your associates? No. No? No, I didn't get anything. Like, I left Hutch with, like, two classes under my belt. <laughs> I went there to play football. And I was like, school? It's for suckers. And then when I was going back to school at K-State, in like in like at the very tail end of my career, um, Sean Rock offered me a job for with K-Rock. And I was like, well, that's what I'm going to school for. So, Done. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Was there, is there a student radio station at Hutch or anything? No. I when I was at Hutch, I wasn't in. I wasn't into um, broadcast journalism. I came back to Manhattan and just worked for years, just spun my tires. And finally, I was like, I'm going back to school, and decided broadcast journalism. I was like, I I talk all the time, so might as well do that. And then as a non trad working for the fridge, shout out to the fridge wholesale liquor store, um, eleven fifty Westport. Um, they we do like. Customer appreciation days. You remember when Dan Halen did the like um, hot dog and uh, donut eating contest? Oh, yeah. You did one one year. I wasn't in it, but I watched. That's right. Yeah. So I just take a little amp and a microphone out there and just kind of riff. And she was yeah, like, I remember that, dude. You want a job? And I was like, Yeah, that's what I'm going to school for. And she's like, Come on down. And boom, then it started. I was overnights. Overnights for a while, man. Those are bad days. Do you enjoy doing the morning show just by yourself? Would you rather have a co-host like Dan, like the, the way you used to have it? If it was with Dan, absolutely. Or if it was with someone like Dan, someone who's been in radio, for sure. I had to do the show with someone with zero radio experience, and it was it was awful. It wasn't it wasn't good. So I wouldn't want to go in there with someone uh, that raw again. But if it was someone seasoned, it would be fun. It'd be a lot of fun. Phone number is 537-1350. I believe Travion is uh, going to put this call through for us here in just nice. a second. Are we ready to go? All right, we got um, Helen from Manhattan wants to chime in. What's up, Helen? Oh, oh we got this figured out. We good? We good now? Sure. Oh, there Hi. we go. Hey, Helen, what's up? I just wanted you – you posted your phone number. <laughs> so I said, okay, I'm going to call because I'm so bad with my – with my email or whatever. <laughs> so the whole point is this should not be, I'll call him the former President Linton because now I'm going to call him Comrade. It is not his call. He has overstepped what he should be doing. And that's the reason why people are so upset. Gene Taylor and Coach Tang are both have both done more for this university. Now I understand Linton hasn't been here th- this long, but he's made a huge mistake early on. This is not his call. He should leave it to the athletics. And Gene Taylor and Coach Tang have done wonderful things for this university. And I sure don't want somebody meddling with what we've got. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Helen, I, Helen and I, I, you know what, I, I, I understand where you're coming from because 
Gene Taylor and Jerome Tang have both proven to be really intelligent and, and, and men who understand the gravity of the situation. And they have a they have an idea of how long the kid should stay out. And if they think he should come back in, don't you think we should trust those two guys? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Linton, Comrade Linton, should not even be in the conversation. Mm. Butt out. Is he going to start picking on any of the meat judging kids if they get in trouble in Aggieville? Oh, I didn't even think about it like that. What's he going to start doing? Messing with the starting lineups next? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just Helen, bring in the heat, Helen. That was That was awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know, there's a lot of furious people. There's a lot of furious people, and there should be, because leaders know John Weefald was a leader. John Weefald knew when to step back and let the people he put in charge be in charge. Mm -hmm. Linton is a new guy. He doesn't even probably know everybody, but I... Somebody needs to tell him that Coach Tang in his short time has done tremendous. To get rid of that FKU chant was the greatest accomplishment. I am so thrilled with Coach Tang for even even if he couldn't coach, but he can coach. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Gene Taylor is a wonderful man and really has done a lot for this university. Mm All right, Helen, I greatly appreciate your call. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Bye. Bye, Bye. Helen. Bring in the heat. Bring in the heat. She's not the first I've heard the argument that Linton is overstepping, that uh, you know it should be handled by the athletic department. Uh, that, that's all I'm really going to say. That's that, It's yeah. not the first I've heard that argument. We're, we don't want to get anybody in any hot water, so I'll say it. Um, <laughs> I've heard the same thing, and I, like I said, I, I understand where Helen's coming from. You do put these people, or these people are in place before he even gets the job of running athletic the athletic dire- uh, programs and then the basketball team, right? And I think I would trust those men to make the decision on what happened. If if they didn't think Naquan Tomlin, I I trust that if it was severe enough, they would say he's not coming back. You know what I mean? They would make the tough decision to say Naquan has done something that eliminates him from participating with us. We don't, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna condone that. But what he had done, whatever he has done, I don't think they've deemed uh, that that severe enough to, to kick him completely off and never play again. So I understand where she's coming from. I can see that for sure. And I've heard the same thing overstepping a little bit. What she said about drum Tang and, uh, and Gene Taylor, their leadership and what they've done for the university. She was absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. The, the blank KU chant was a great point to that and mm-hmm. how he was able to turn that around and now the relationship that they both have with the student body, especially with Jerome Tang. Hang with Tang is one of the best. Um, <laughs> it's the when coolest. It, when it comes to creating a fun bit to have a coach interact with the students was well done. Yes. Great job by, by Case Athletics to do that. You know, and again, I'm kind of pulled in both directions here because, like, you know, it's interesting that all this, all the, a lot of the players are now kind of like in a way on social media. They're they're starting to speak up about let's free Naquan Tomlin. He's being you know held 
back not being released to play basketball when he should be, you know, things like that. Or, I mean, are they trying to say, like, nothing should be holding him back, he should be ready to play? That, but it goes back to what I said in the previous segment. Is there something that we don't know or potentially something that could come up that we don't know about that would be holding him back and maybe the top administration – could they be trying to play it safe? I don't know. I'm asking myself a lot of questions right now. Sure. As sure. I'm kind of just sure. thinking them out live on the air. Sure. You know? Yeah. I, like I said earlier, there are so many potential layers to that story, to this story, that we're probably, we could very well potentially be missing some key pieces, but I just don't know. And I think that's by design. As well, loosely loose lips sink ships, and everyone involved with this program has been tight-lipped, and it's been coach speak and very vague and general stuff. And I admire that. I, I'm glad that nothing has completely gone um, out there without anybody really saying anything. You know, I, I I like that. They're 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 playing it close to the vest, and you know, part of me is like, do I want to really know? <laughs> you know, just like let's just get him back. To play it again. Yeah. And like I said earlier, I, I hear everybody's frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like, yes, I think most would agree that Naquan has served his time. Let's put it that way. Served his time. Served his suspension. Uh, and like you mentioned earlier, you know, Jerome Tang has handled this, I think, quite well. Yeah. If they are frustrated with the way this has been handled at the top, if that is the story, um, if, if there's any frustrations, they're handling it quite well yeah to where nobody's being thrown under the bus no names have been mentioned it's just we're going to simply put it nothing has changed but hey we're proud of the kid for he's about to graduate college which is once again an amazing thing that is fantastic um it's just like a human nature thing if you got asked the same question 40 times every single day you know that if it was out of his control, completely out of control, and someone else was pulling the strings, at some point you would pop off and go, you, well, you know what? I'm not even making the call right now, okay? It's not my fault. It would be human nature to do that because that's, I mean, you have sat in on some of the, How many questions do they field about Naquan Tomlin, would you say, during a press conference? You know, lately it was a lot at first. Yeah. When the news first started coming out, the season was getting ready to begin, or maybe it was after USC – we, there was a lot of questions yeah. about the future and not a whole lot of answers. Let's put it that way. Um, but since then it's just, Hey, any update, any update, what's the status? You know, nothing's changed, you know, and maybe that is on us media. We, maybe we need to ask a few more questions uh, is just to see if we can get a little bit more info. Like I would love to know is Naquan practicing. Mm. If he's sitting on the bench, is he coming in every day practicing with the team, with the freshmen, is he mentoring? He's a he's a vet. He is. He has the potential to go to the NBA, and yet he hasn't played this year. What is he allowed to do? Mm-hmm. I think if we just got the answer to that, we could maybe draw a clearer picture. Sure. But we're still, again, left without a lot of detail. So that's why, you know, I'm, I'm not really leaning in one direction or the other because there's a lot I don't know. No, for sure. For sure. It sounds like Helen knows. We need to get her back. We need to get her in here. Troy, take the rest of the week off. I'll be honest with you. That's that's one of the more heated callers we've had in quite some time. She was bringing the high heat. All right. um, Let's take a break. Uh, Trey, what we're going to do, you know what? Number one song just has to wait for another day because I want to get to Colin Klein. Leaving K-State. More next. 
if the whole uh, Naquan Tomlin story wasn't enough. Dra- drama continued actually last night into today. I got a text from Brandon Peoples <laughs> at 6.05 in the morning. Oh, no. Because that's apparently when the news officially came out about Colin Klein leaving K-State for Texas A&M. He's like, because I re- re- recorded the sports report uh, for the morning show because Troy wasn't coming in. He was driving back from Hayes. Uh, and listen, I just don't wake up at 5 anymore. No. <laughs> no. I- no, oh, he was like, should, I take shortcuts. He goes, he came in and asked me, he's like, what do you think I should, I go, oh, you should call Mitch and wake him up for sure. Did he really? Yeah, I yeah. never got a call. Yeah. I don't think I did. I didn't bring no, my phone in with me. This is, listen, Brandon Peoples is a consummate professional and he handled it on the fly. He said he was going to play your sports. And then at the very end, before you signed off, he was going to click the off. And then he did the Colin Klein update, like a true Pro hmm. would do it. Well, he also told me Colby Van Camp, who's been helping us out in the mornings, um, also like kind of helped out on the fly. So I want to I want to thank Colby for the uh, big adjustment. Absolutely, there. they did great. I said, "You want me to come over and do?" It? And they go, "No, just just stay there, just stop." Well, the breaking news this morning, the uh, it, it really broke yesterday, but it became it sounds like official um, today. Um, have not seen an official announcement from Texas A and M, but. Sources have said that um, Colin Klein, offensive coordinator for K-State the last two years, will be uh, taking the same job at Texas A&M. Hmm. The day after the 25th anniversary of K-State losing to Texas A&M in the Big 12 championship game. Great timing. This ruins a lot for me. I really was a Mike Elko fan. I, I liked him a lot. Now I hate him. Um, I don't hate Colin because the cash that he's going to get, You, I mean – there's only a few opportunities in your life you probably have to get that kind of money, and you got to take it for your family. You yeah. got to do it. Well, and I mean, the way I, I feel about this, you know, I, I do not fault Colin Klein at all. I'm not mad at him. I'm not upset. I'm, I'm a little sad. I, I'm sad yeah. to see him go because what a job he did for the K-State offense in two years. Really, it happened right away with the transition of K-State's offense involving to a faster tempo. The rushing game became more uh, – it evolved more. Um, the passing game was, you know, it, it took a, a decent step forward last year. This year is a much bigger step forward. It was the best passing year for K-State in nine years. And um, and that was done with, I would say, limited talent at the wide receiver position, but also big thanks to Ben Sinnott and DJ Giddens and Treshawn Ward and, and Garrett Oakley and everybody else that was involved in the passing game. Uh, took a big leap. And with the work of K-State offensively that we've seen from Colin Klein and evolving the offense, you have, you know, when it comes to efficiency, you have one of the best teams in the nation in points per drive Yeah, at K-State this past season. They scored points. They did. They killed it at home. Crushing. I mean, Colin Klein, after one year of being the sole offensive coordinator, got a job offer from Notre Dame. I know. I know, and turned it down. If that wasn't hint number one, that we are crazy blessed mm-hmm. to have Colin Klein as the OC. Um, fast forward to just a few days ago, where he's then turning down Penn State. I, If you put the timetable together, the timeline, sounds like Colin Klein was uh, the first option before Andy Koltenicki from KU. Uh-huh. And 
Colt Tinnicky's a great offensive quitter. He has since really day one with Lance Leipold at Whitewater. So turns down Penn State. Uh, heard that uh, Alabama was really considering um, Colin Klein. But the word is that AM, like the Godfather, gave him an offer he couldn't refuse. And boy, let me tell you, money talks sometimes. It does. And, I, I, you know, I don't know the whole story, of course. You know, I don't want to, you know, put words. You know, just try to speculate what Colin was thinking in the in the process. I well, I could give you a kind of a hint. I just by knowing Colin Klein and hearing him talk and about the previous experience with Notre Dame that it, it's really about where his heart is and he is going to love K State to death. He's a K State walkout through and through. Forever. This is home for him. Mm-hmm. T- College Station is a temporary stop. Mm-hmm. Um, he has big goals in mind, but he also has a family. Yeah, and this is a big opportunity for him and his family, both I'm sure financially and. Career-wise, mm-hmm. for Colin Klein to do reach big goals, and he is fast tracking himself to a head coaching position someday. That's like, I mean, you know, our colleague Mason Voth he pointed it out. I hadn't even really thought of it. If he goes, and this is a good home run hire for them, and he has a couple seasons, maybe three seasons of like success, even one. He's going to be sought after as a head coach. He is, and at a big program, not something small. He's going to be up there with the big dogs. And if he proves himself in the SEC, look out. Look out. I'll be real, though. My first reaction to when I heard this news was Avery Johnson and what comes next with Avery. Mm -hmm. Because he is QB1 now at K-State. It is his job until he decides it's not his job anymore to be QB1 at K-State. He is that good. Maybe put on a little bit of weight. But the kid is incredibly talented. But he also has a extremely strong relationship with Colin Klein. Mm-hmm. And the fear is, oh my gosh, what is he does he leave? The portal's open. This is kind of rough timing right now because the portal just opened. Now the coaching staff and Klein have to worry about hiring an offensive coordinator or hiring a, a quarterback's coach, maybe promoting somebody if that's the way they decided to go. And by the way, you're also trying to recruit guys, not only your own team, but recruit some guys for your class and try to fill some holes that you need to fill. It's a lot happening at once, but right now you're looking to hire a coordinator as fast as possible so you can get back on track with the regular recruiting. The trickle down is a a worry as well. Like what if Avery did leave and then how does everybody else react? Like it could get ugly. I don't feel like Avery would be leaning leaving, even if Colin Klein is leaving. And I said in the first hour, and it's because he has – where he's at right now with K-State is because of his talent. Will Howard is gone. He is now QB1. He is in one of the most comfortable spots a quarterback could ask for at his, mm-hmm. at his age. Mm-hmm. He goes somewhere else, he's in a quarterback battle. Stays here, and it is his job until he says no more. Just Until he decides to move on. He couldn't be in a more comfortable spot right now. So now it's just about getting them better. So yeah. I don't really have a whole lot of worry about that. I hope it goes as smooth as possible. And who doesn't? Because it's been a bumpy road the last 24 hours. It has. It has. Look, I hope we get a home run higher of ourselves, our, our own. But, God, come on, Colin. Rescind your <laughs> acceptance, dude. Come on back, baby. Listen, I have like $500. Yeah. Ready. 
and you can have it. Whenever you want it. I will take you out to dinner once a week. Yeah, you want to come in and take a little tour of the K-Man Studios? Come on down, dude. We'll do it. Need a car? I have a 2016 Jetta. Wow. That you could borrow. Dude. Because I need a car back Slow down now. Don't you want to put the Jetta out there right away? You know? Let Mm. him go, eh, and then sweeten the pot. Listen, this is the NIL days. You put everything out there. That's true. (laughs) You ever uh, driven a Jetta? Huh? (laughs) Colin? Take it around the block. It's basically a Corvette. Yeah. (laughs) Take it home with you. Show the wife. Yeah. All right. We got to take a break. How about the quickest break possible? We'll try to squeeze a question with Ask Us Anything next. Would you rather Wednesday? Would you rather go in the future and meet like your great grandkids, great great grandkids, or go to the past and talk to your ancestors? Past, no doubt about it. You uh, past. You're not afraid of not being able to like talk to them, really. You know what I mean? Like, cause they'd be like, well, I don't know. It'd be weird. I'd like the opportunity not only to hear their stories, but also blow their mind about, hey, you know how it took you a whole day to go five miles in this wagon? It takes me four minutes to go five miles ah, ah. in my 16 Jetta that Ooh. I'm sure Colin Klein is dying to have. Oh, my God. They'd be like, wow. What's that? You could like do like peel outs and stuff, you know? You could do donuts and stuff. Really blow their mind. I don't know, man. I'm going maybe future. I want to learn some future stuff. But either way, you're just going to be so awkward. Everyone's going to be like, who the heck is this guy? You know, and these ancestors, it's like 1860, yeah. right? I tell them about the dynasty of the crop judging team. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they won their first uh, national title this year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we settled in the right place. <laughs> this is rich land for the crop. This is, this is crop judging for days, dude. That's awesome. Trey? I go with the future. The past is too scary to go back. Is yeah. It? Well, it's oh, like how far, well, you're going to act all weird and then the cops are going to arrest you. You know? <laughs> like, What's this guy's problem? Get, get him. Hold him down. Uh, would you rather sleep in the same bed sheets for a year or only get one shower a month for a whole year? This is easy. Same bed sheets. Oh, dude, there's no way I'm only taking one shower a month. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Never. Uh-uh. All right, boys and girls, it's time for us to skedaddle. Clue number four for the Jingle Bell Rock tomorrow morning at around 7.20. And if you missed a clue, go to a sponsor location after 10 a.m. to pick it up, including Goblin Games and Studio 24. For Trey, Deej, I'm Mitch. Go Cats.